0: Hello, me and moors, ladies and gents, and welcome back to the podcast. I actually was thinking, I was like, what will I talk about this week? But then I realized this is the last step before Christmas will be done and gone. So I was like, okay, this is the Christmas episode. Here we go. It actually is so wild that it's fully Christmas. I feel like the older I get, the more I find myself like banging my head against the wall, like trying to force myself to get into the Christmas spirit. And it's not that I don't adore Christmas, you know. I'm just thinking back and I'm like, do I spend more time trying to convince myself to be in the Christmas spirit than actually being in the Christmas spirit? I think as the years go on, I'm just like, I remember when I was younger and people, I'd see people going away for Christmas, like not being at home. And I was like, you're crazy. Like, you know, obviously the whole aspect of Santa's not real. So how is Santa reaching you in Barbados? But also I was like, that's just so not the Christmas spirit going away and not being at home. You're crazy. And now I'm like, you're crazy, Lily. Like, why aren't you on a beach living your fucking life? Obviously COVID. But all I'm saying, guys, is next year, don't come to my house because I won't be here. I will be on a private island that my extremely rich husband has paid for possibly embezzled but that's not my business I'm not going to get involved in the finances but yeah I'm just going to be on that beach living my life being the trophy wife that I was born to be okay obviously I'm not going to be a trophy wife realistically like he will be worshipping the ground I walk on but I have this thing like would Jador to be be the holly Lamadi wife uh whilst my husband and bezels are millions do you know like i would love to be that for a section of my life i feel like when i always thought about the future i was thinking about you know in the b movie when like you have to pick the b has to pick one job forever and that's it but that's not life i'm like i could so be a trophy wife for like a few years and then also, you know, kick him to the curb and then, you know, become a CEO of a company that sells, I don't know, Rosewater and my own self-help book, How to Murder Your Incredibly Rich Husband and Get Away With It. I think there's always going to be a market for both of those things, no matter where the world goes. So yeah, all I'm saying guys is dream big and you can do it all. You don't have to commit to one role your whole life. You can be a trophy wife, then a CEO. And I don't know, after that, maybe I'll take up figure skating. I don't know. There is no limit. We are going out on tangent yet again. Christmas. Okay. So the Christmas season has arrived. Santa slash Jeff Bezos is coming to town and it's an exciting time. Now I say that joking, of course, please try shop locally, guys. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm the absolute cookie cutter version of a sustainable queen. I try to, but I may or may not have added to Jeff Bezos' bank account this Christmas, but very minimally. I did buy my dog a stunning, stunning reindeer outfit because I was like, I just, I couldn't find it local. So I was like, I'm sorry, you know, sacrifices had to be made, but everything else I was pretty good with. And look, I don't want a trophy fine like give it to me if you want to but you know I'm just I'm just trying to save this earth one bit at a time you know I feel um I've got a lot more to conquer on it so it would be an absolute shame um if because people want to buy tops for 17 cent on pretty little thing that I wasn't able to live my life past 2030 all I'm saying guys get your shit together be responsible moving on but for Christmas this year, I actually am so excited. I actually just finished all of my college assignments. Why did I say college? <laughs> so weird there. I just finished all my college assignments yesterday. So stunning. And even though every time I press submit on those assignments, it took a piece of my soul and sanity with it. Like, take it, whatever. It's finished now, I really don't care. You know, I finished the assignment and I was like, okay, cool, like, guess the Christmas spirit is going to whack me in the face like a brick. But it didn't really arrive, to be honest. And um, My mum was kind of like, will you hang out a wash and do the dishwasher? And I was like, okay, like, disrespectful. But, um, fine, I'll do it. If I must, <laughs> I'm a giver, as you can obviously tell. I think just one of the things about this year that I'm like, ugh, obviously the pandemic, do you know, and all that's coming with that obviously we just can't really hit the town but to be honest I don't really mind it that much because I've never been more unemployed in my life my bank account just laughs every time I open it like as if I'm expecting like some miracle honestly at this point if one of those Numbers, there's like Nigerian numbers called me. I would honestly answer it so they could hack into my bank account and wipe out the last three euro that's in it and then just claim that I'd been robbed. Um, Maybe I might get compensation over three euro from my bank. I don't know, worth a shot. Might pay for my drinks this season. But anyway, first world problems. But I think one thing with this Christmas is as we get older, obviously the things that we did when we were younger just isn't a thing. Like, don't get me wrong, I'd still be buzzing off my tits if my dad bought me a life-size electrical horse. I need to find a photo of this for you guys and put it on the podcast Instagram at Get Involved Podcast. Not being low-key about it, guys. Go follow it. Thanks. But he got me this horse. If anyone remembers the brand For Real Friends, I had the jungle. Like, I had the whole zoo of all of them like god I, I had the parrot that talks oh my god sorry now this is sparking Christmas spirit joy with me okay I'm enjoying this conversation for myself um but no he but one year I got this horse and I'm not joking you it, it's the size of a real life Shetland pony like obviously I got bored of it after two weeks but when it arrived initially like it was it was stunning um it was the best time of my life and i don't even think my wedding day is gonna to top that joy i really don't i feel bad for my future husband because there's just there's no one that could supply the joy that that fake shetland pony did like honestly i wouldn't be surprised if elon musk was working in for real friends like this shetland pony was tesla version tech technologically a class ted moved like it was sorry I need to find a photo of this horse. It was iconic, but, you know, obviously, look, don't get me wrong. I'd still love to have a fake Shetland pony in my house. Uh, I think it'd be a stunning statement piece. But, you know, those that aspect of things doesn't really, you know, it's, you, you were younger, whatever. The whole Christmas when you were younger. And even though I am kind of jealous of my friends who have younger siblings or like nieces and nephews now, that like, obviously, you know, still see Santa as the angel that he is but I'm like, it's fine. I'm just going to have to find excitement in other ways. And getting drunk with my mom and my family definitely is up on that list. So that will be fun. You know, I actually am excited. But obviously one of the gorgy things about Christmas now as you get older is going out and living your life and getting so drunk. Honestly, you won't be sober until 2022. You know, obviously the night outs are limited. The outings are limited because of the pandemic. But I mean, we all got to make sacrifices. Like, I'll do it for the, the sake of humanity. One thing I'm kind of like, okay, I'm here for the limited nights out which is obviously my bank account is screaming with joy because it's like, okay, great, because don't know what money you were planning on using to socialize anyway. Like the Holy Communion money is gone. She's out of here. She has been spent on... The volume of food that I spend my holy communion money on, I'd say ninety percent of it was spent towards funding my possible type two diabetes. Like, oh, Lord, sweet divine, it's fine. It was sparking joy for me at the time. You know, there's no savings, guys. There's, there's nothing there. I, the only thing I have to offer is myself. Let's just say that at this time. Um, so I'm like, I don't know where you think you were going. Like I wouldn't even, I don't even have enough money to when you're walking down Grafton Street and, you know, obviously they're doing God's work. I'm here for it. Like you're better people than me with supporting charities and stuff. Like, honestly, it would never be so easy to try to convince this person that I don't have money. Like it wouldn't even take any effort. Like they would just have to look into my eyes and be like, we're not getting anything from you. Like I'd give you a hug if the pandemic wasn't alive and with us, but funds, no. I like if I was even in town I honestly would have had to walk there because I wouldn't even be able to to afford public transport that's where we're at this isn't a cry for help like it's a gentle nudge if you guys do want to send me money like that's not a big deal um like I've been sent a lot worse with regards to messages from males I'm just gonna have to be aware when I'm going out for drinkies and food this crimbo safe vibes of course spread joy, on disease That I'm just going to have to play the role that I'm some skinny bitch that only wants the starter. When in reality, I want the starter main dessert, six cocktails to start with, then multiply that by three as we go on through the night. And then three shots of baby Guinness. Even though I don't like baby Guinness, but I feel like... I like truly I just want to go in with a shot of gin but I feel like those around me will be like Lily you have a problem so I'm like fine we'll buy three shots of baby Guinness which basically just tastes like a milkshake to me and then I'll go in with the gin because that's more appropriate but whatever I don't make up society rules I just follow them but yeah we're just gonna have to commit to that and that's okay we all have to make sacrifices and I'm willing to make mine I feel like because this is a Christmas app, obviously we're going to discuss some Christmas things. As I'm thinking of Christmas memes and the tales and just the lols that have been had in the past years, I'm honestly like, I can't even discuss some of them because they're genuinely trigger words, obviously, because obviously we just can't do as much as we'd hoped. But I'm not going to spend this podcast complaining about it because honestly, it's fine. Like, we got to do, what we got to do, guys, you know, we'll, we'll stick through it instead of having seven boozy brunches in a row. We're just going to have to have two spaced out. It's so funny thinking about back to like even what we did last year and just be like, how in God's name did I take that for granted? Like even the whole aspect of 12 pubs, 12 different locations, you know, and we didn't even have the nine-year meal to protect our immune system, basically. Honestly, the government goes on about these nine-year meals as if like, you know, stop... Manufacturing the vaccine, guys. If you get a fish and chips, like you're sorted. Anyway, you know, like imagine actually going to twelve different establishments and not having to buy a mediocre meal for nine for every nine euro. Like that's crazy. Now, just a trigger warning. Like I will be discussing some Christmas traditions that might not be a possibility this year. But guys, nothing is permanent. This year in itself, why the hell would Christmas be normal? So we just got to get through it, make the most of it do what you can if you can't be with your fam and stuff like that that's actually really difficult and even I find like I can't visit some of my family this year and that actually is so weird it's something you just think you will be able to do but look it's just for this year nothing's permanent so obviously still try to live your best lives but spreading joy not disease This Christmas season. I think I just need to accept that it's not going to be 12 pubs this year, do you know? Instead of counting off 12 drinks, I'm just going to have to count the 12 passive-aggressive comments my mom makes about my drinking, do you know? So it's fine. It's still a game. Uh, It's not the one I would have chosen, but uh, 2020 takes no prisoners. So we all have to make sacrifices during these times, and I'm just doing what I can for the humanity and the community itself. Another thing, as I reflect upon Christmas during this Christmas, Epp. like, Chris Kindle is just stunning. Like, it really is. Like, the whole idea behind it, it's just, it's unreal. The mystery of who is it. The Loki hoping it's someone and that it's not someone else, you know. And um, look, at the end of the day, if you're in a Chris Kindle group, you know, especially financially, like, if you're involved in a Chris Kindle, like, you're going to be pretty close with each other. Like, no one's going to be spending money on people they don't like. Um, But, you know, even within the group of friends you're doing the KK with and you adore them all, you're like, you would give me a shit present Um, and you wouldn't. It's just a personality trait. You know, there's two people in this world and that's just how it's split. It's just do you give a good Chris Kindle present or not? Although you'll appreciate whatever you get because there'll be an audience when you open it anyway. You know, you're obviously rooting for someone. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I just love Chris Kindle though. It's fun. And like, it's great when you know you've got a good present for someone. Because then you're like, okay, like, be ready to be amazed, you know? Also, with regards to Chris Kindle, obviously now when you're doing Chris Kindle, like, it's going to be the closest and is Like, you know, you have a good friendship with everyone within the Chris Kindle. But like, back in school, when you'd have the class Chris Kindle... And you just get that girl in your class. you're just like, okay, like, do I want to be spending money on you? No. Would I buy you this at knife point? No. But do I have to buy you this for Chris Kindle? Yes. Do you know? Like, it's so fun when you get like someone you're close to and you're like, oh, this is, this is great. Like, I can't wait to shower my girl and gifts. But you know, when you just get someone that you're like, look, I don't dislike you, but... Would I have chosen you? No, I wouldn't have. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know, and you're just kind of sitting there and you're just like, what the fuck am I going to buy this person? But as well, like I more felt for my mom, like especially in the early days when, you know, I was like 13 years old who didn't have any money to my name. That like she would obviously have to buy the Chris Kindle gift, and she's probably sitting there like like as we're in Marks and Spencers getting Peppa Pigs and a million other sweets to put in this bag of shite like and also like fluffy socks and I don't know some lip balms that like will just never be used and lost within three days. Like my mom's fully like this is our hard earned money, and you are spending this on a present for someone that if you honestly saw them in dundrum right now you probably wouldn't say hi and that's so fair honestly the more i think about what i put my mother through and my parents in general of just having to grow up and just put up with all of that shite i'm like i'm not having children like absolutely not i shall save the money that my daughter wants to spend on fluffy socks for her chris kindle and i shall buy myself a mimosa at 11 a.m in a rooftop bar and there's nothing you can say about it another thing about christmas i think as we get older obviously the whole childhood aspect and stuff unless you've got young siblings or like nieces and nephews like love that for you like you know obviously the whole like magic and like Christmas spirit like you know warming your soul with you know the thought of Santa Claus like obviously that whole side is a bit the volume's turned down like she's always in the background but like you know the volume is turned down you know as I got older and as we all did you know, then you found you were able to go out more, blah, blah. That's all so much fun. But I think it's just for myself anyway, like, you know, a long time ago, I swapped in the robot Shetland pony for a GNT. Do you know what I mean? Like the line was crossed and we're getting older and there's other aspects to enjoy with Christmas, obviously when you get older. But one thing that I'm like, okay, knew that now like I can have like fun cheeky drinkies with the fam and live our lives but I'm just like I thought that at this point perhaps there would be a male in my life that isn't the fat man trying to get down the chimney do you know what I mean I thought when I was swapping in my Shetland pony for a GT, whenever that line was crossed, look guys, whenever it was crossed for you, that's your business. Like I thought that I'd also be swapping in, you know, going to bed at 9 p.m., waiting for a mystery fat man in a red suit to come down the chimney, that I'd be swapping it out for, I don't know, like a real man? Like a relationship? No? Question mark? Cool. And I'm not trying to be relatable here. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day... If the worst thing about me is that I'm single, gorgeous. Do you know what I mean? Like we'll live to see another day. But I just thought that when, you know, the Christmas spirit of kind of like childhood stuff went away, it was like, as you know, I evolve and grow. It's like, where's, where's the man? Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I just feel that want more at Christmas the older I get do you know and don't get me wrong I love myself love my company and honestly since the pandemic like and I've just been stuck at home with my family like they're actually great people like it's been so nice to get to know them and like buzzing for the Christmas season ahead with them but it's like would I be mad if I also had a male specimen to enjoy the Christmas festivities with absolutely not the thought of just doing the fun Christmas shit with your significant other like it just hits diff look obviously I'm an independent woman till the day I die except financially at the moment. Like, feel free to donate whatever you have. And also I'm still living at home. So like, I'm not super independent in so many words, but emotionally totally independent. Could do this for the rest of my life if I had to, but I would not mind a change. But yeah, like I would be loving a partner in crime on this Christmas season. I think my I, my parents are like definitely concerned at this point. They're like, the joke's over. Like, where is he? What? And I'm like, you tell me. Like, I don't agree with arranged marriages in the way it's like, make your own decision. Like, why in God's name would your parents do it for you? But at the same time, I'm like, okay, the verdict isn't completely in. Perhaps the jury is actually out on this issue. And like, I'm not going to sit here and say the pandemic is the reason I'm single. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, this this is an open space on this podcast. But it definitely has put a spanner in the works for us all. Look, at the end of the day... It's like, you know, Ireland was obviously in a bit of a disarray this year anyway, and there was a lot of issues going on. And did fungi dying and going missing cause all those issues? No, but did it help? Absolutely not. Like, it's definitely a factor in why people are just struggling and a bit of hope was lost. You know, but at the end of the day, you have to take some responsibility. I'm not blaming the pandemic completely on me being single, just like we shouldn't, as a nation, blame all our issues on the fact that hope was lost when fungi died away slowly. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler for some people and if there's actually still an ongoing search for that dolphin, but let's be honest, he was 600 years old. And I'm also pretty sure that fungi's not one dolphin. Like if people were really that upset about the dolphin, would they not have just literally pointed at another dolphin and been like, that's him? Like, was there like a tracking situation with Fungi? Like, how do you know it's the same dolphin? I kind of feel like, although like, you know, I did enjoy, like, I do remember Fungi, I did go to visit him one time as a child. Like that does spark joy. And if nothing else, Fungi has given me that memory. But I'm also kind of like, when we were out on the boat and your man's like, oh, there's Fungi. Like, that's like you being in the middle of, Like St. Stephen's Green, and pointing to a group of pigeons and being like, oh, that's Dermot. And it's like, how do you know that that's the pigeon you're looking for? They all look the same and they're in the wild. Anyway getting off track again, Christmas and being violently single. But I'm even thinking back to last year, like when the pandemic obviously was not an issue. I remember I was texting a guy at the, at the time. I met him on Tinder. Don't even look at Tinder now guys, cause I'm off it. Cause it's an actual chaotic jungle and honestly it gives me a migraine. So we've taken a break. I feel like anyway, I feel like Hinge and Bumble are like the vibes. God, like I actually haven't done any apps at the moment. Um, that's not a medal of honor whatsoever. It's just, just it gets too chaotic, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Like this is really just destroying myself more than helping me. So, um, but I'm not gonna get into the dating apps thing right now. We're gonna do a proper episode on that, guys, because wow. The stories I have Oscar award winning by everyone involved honestly you you cannot make it up the dates that I've had actually Joe and I've had very minimal dates but just the experience I've had with guys on those we'll, we'll get to that that's not today's issue I remember last year I was texting this guy and like even the fact that you could just even have people into your home that isn't your family like crazy um anyway so i remember oh god this was so tragic um honestly i doubt this guy's listening to the podcast so it doesn't really matter but you know we've been kind of been texting i was like okay cool um and then I think I was like three G&Ts in so I was like okay like you know when you're kind of like on your first few drinks and you're like ooh, vibing by myself like having a dance party and then you get like that other level of drunk and I'm like ooh, like I don't but you know you get to the point that you're like okay my own presence is kind of boring me now I need to spice up my life so I was like okay whatever I'll just invite him over I'll just be a casual millennial like that acting as if I'm I'm such a casual person When it comes to guys Like I'm just so not That vibe I do actually take my hat off To people that just Don't get attached Because I think You can have so much I think it can really be Such an advantage to your life And I've really tried To be that person And it's not a default It's not an issue Like if you do get attached Or don't get attached Girl you do you I'm not judging or hating on anyone I'm just saying My own personal situation Is I have tried to go Into situations with males Being like I'm so casual Like I'm just a super cool, casual girl, don't mind me, like, but really it's a facade, it's a facade, and it's not a case of, can I put up the facade or not, of course I can, I'm a born actress, I belong on the stage, it's like, how long can I keep up the facade for, that's literally it, because I know eventually I'll be like, okay, ooh, I've become attached. So anyway, I texted this guy and I was like, oh yeah, like come over, like a few drinks, blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> Super casual. Um, Anyway, so he comes over, gets to the door. So obviously I wanted to get a little preview to see what I'm dealing with. Um, So kind of like looked out the window, like when he couldn't see me as he was at the door and I was like, is this your little brother? Like, are you like, but, did he walk with you to the house? And um, are you like parking the car? what's happening like not a catfish in the face do you know what I mean like he was a handsome guy but I'm like okay you're clearly dealing with an Amazon woman here like he was small he was very small and I'm just like there's nothing wrong with guys being short I'm not coming at guys like that because honestly it's a bit shit because it's like okay I understand you can't change that just like I can't change the fact that for a long time in my life I was way taller than any of the males in my life. Like. Friends or whatever. I was just like, I'm just taller than you, and I literally feel like your bodyguard, no matter what the situation, whether it's romantic or friendship. Like, he was still hot, like, you know, gorgeous face on him, but I was like, the height. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. You know, I wasn't judging him for it, but I was also like, you're going to find a stunning woman someday for yourself, but it's not going to be me because I literally will look like your bodyguard. So I was like, okay, cool. So you know like it's a bit of an issue when you've just seen him and you know it's not gonna work out and I'm like fuck like I obviously wasn't gonna ghost him like literally a live show of ghosting and not answer the door so I was like okay I've been raised different I'll be you know anyway so he comes in and I was like hey and I think we both kind of had that look and we were just like Okay. So our height ratios are not it. I don't like, maybe I was just picking up on that myself. Maybe he didn't mind it, whatever. I don't really care. Like I just knew I was like, this just is destined for failure. Um, but anyway, he came in and I was like, Hey, I'll be, I literally felt like at that point I was hosting a guest to my house and I was like, cause this just isn't going to go any further. So anyway, we were just like drinking and stuff and blah, blah. As I started getting more drunk, I was kind of like, oh, I'm just so not arse to keep up this situation. And like the convo started getting more flirty and I was like, oh shit, like this just, you know, this is a roller coaster only going down for me. So I was like, I think I better like cut it off now. And so I was like, okay, how do I get this person out of my house basically? So I was like... Like I was obviously quite drunk at this point because I was being extra dramatic. I find like alcohol, like definitely like I'm very uh, dramatic and I'm definitely on that scale of things anyway in life. But like the alcohol definitely heightens it. Um, and of course, instead of just being like, oh, I don't feel well or like, oh, um, I have to go meet someone, blah, blah. I just straight out go, I've just realized I just can't really do this. I'm just really not over my ex. Sorry, Lily, is that the ex that does not exist because you've never been in a relationship? And, like, I was just sitting there. I was like, Lily, you're actually, like, A-class tapped insane. Like, why do you always have to take things so far? And he was, like, to, to be fair to him, like, absolute gent. He was, like, oh, my God, like, no worries. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, he was very, like, quick to be, like, yeah, cool. No problem. Like, I'll get going. Like, maybe he wasn't into me and we it was an escape goat for us both. But anyway, it's fine. I was just... Clearly, I was just doing God's work then. Um, but I was, like, yeah... I just you know sitting here talking to you just really made me realize I'm not over him <laughs> I was just like oh my god like please can someone actually take a video of me right now so I can watch this back as my own entertainment because I'm clinically insane um anyway yeah and he was like oh yeah like I totally get it like you know it's really and then he, he started like trying to be supportive being like I get it like it's so hard to get over exes and I was like I was like okay like I can't start discussing my fake ex with this boy that's taking it too far so I was like, yeah, shame. Well see ya and then you know my little my little Danny DeVito toddled out of the house and off he went for the rest of his life and I hope he's doing well and if you're listening to this it's literally not you it's just me feel free to report me to your nearest Garda station for literally sheer insanity um because now you know that I never had an ex and I was chatting absolute shite god that was the height of romance I had last Christmas that is pathetic. Like, wow. And I feel like sharing these stories is definitely not helping me. Just like this pandemic isn't helping me find a man. But I mean, I'm an open book, guys. I'm just, I'm just sharing my truth. Um, but yeah, like even just thinking back to the... Just the fact I don't even have the opportunity to have tragic situations with males like do you know what I mean I'm like that's a part of my Christmas season too and that's been snatched from me so that's just not ideal either anyway guys I'm gonna wrap it up here because I want to keep these episodes short and sweet similar to my last Christmas Tinder date um, in every sense of the word. But yeah, I don't want them to be too long. So, you know, they're just nice and short for, I don't know, your quick walkies or doing your skincare routine or I don't know, your commute. Whatever the hell you do with your day is not my business. But if you're listening to me, I'm happy to be part of your day. Almost forgot a little cure the fear segment at the end, ladies. If you have the fear, just know. Um, You know, of a Sunday and especially now it's coming up to the Christmas season... Um, and whatever Maybe like We're college You know It's wrapping up Even for A little hot minute And so you know We're gonna be partying Even harder Not necessarily Like going out But like just the volume of alcohol which means the hangovers are going to be more severe and probably the drunk texting to people other tragic things that we like to fill our drunken nights with so just a little christmas gift from me to you and your fear of this sunday if you have the fear just know last christmas i was on erasmus and we did a 12 pubs there and just by chance my mum actually decided to visit for that week but obviously she didn't she actually came to one of the pubs with us iconic woman Um, she was supplying me the T's, so i mean you know serving her purpose but yeah that night i was like she was like oh do you know because i can be a bit chaotic all over the place and you know this was my chance to show her that I had matured, you know, I can be trusted to not be a shit show on nights out, you know, living abroad independently by myself. And I went on out in the 12 pubs, had a stunning time until I smashed my tooth in. I will eventually reveal on the gram how like the work, the, the awards that should be given to my dentists with regards to the work that's been done to my teeth with braces for years and just so much construction we will call it and literally the one night my mom is with me while I'm on Erasmus I smashed my tooth to be fair it was because my friend basically knocked it out um, with a Heineken bottle like I don't drink beer for many reasons and that's now one of them But to be fair, I actually still did pull that night, even after smashing my tooth. So it wasn't a complete disaster. But yeah, guys, so if you have the fear and, you know, you did something stupid or, you know, you're like, oh, at least you didn't wake up the next morning with half a front tooth, not even a back tooth, front tooth and had to then had to go see your mom at breakfast and break the news with simply a smile half a tooth down um, and basically destroy any chance of her thinking that you'll ever have your shit together i was going to tell an embarrassing tale of a male but i mean i think we've already explained a christmas tragedy that happened last year and i wanted you know to keep it real here guys that i don't just fail in the romantic side of my life i also love to disappoint my mom sometimes but yeah Super fun, super cute. But you know, even though this year we won't be able to do 12 pubs unless you're like minted and are down to make 12 separate bookings and spend nine euro times 12. If that's your life, love that for you. Like I will be the entertainment for the evening if you want to bring me along to that night out. Obviously it's gonna be on you, but I'll be the entertainment. Anyway, side note, um, feel free to drop my DMs if that's something that you're planning on doing. (laughs) Would love to get involved. But for most of us, you know, the night outs will be limited this year, guys. It'll be a little bit different. You might not be able to see all the family you wanna see. You might not even be able to get home. Which, you know, is a completely separate thing that obviously I'm at home and I'm very lucky for that. So people that aren't able to go home, I can't imagine. I'm sure that's very tough. So if you guys need a pick me up, feel free to drop me a DM and I'll, I'll tell you another tragic story about myself and I'm sure you'll be smiling within seven seconds of the story. But anyway, guys, it's going to be a weird one this year. It's going to be different, but it can still be unreal although nights out and all that kind of fun stuff is limited quality not quantity plan those shit hot outfits and get yourself excited because when you're out there in the world enjoy yourself safe vibes guys spread joy not disease this christmas and hopefully we will not be having to go into another lockdown but honestly who the fuck knows um anyway we won't get into that now It'll be a different Christmas, but I full faith it will be thoroughly enjoyable as long as you just live your best life and enjoy whoever you're around this Christmas, family, friends, dogs, cardboard cutouts of your favorite celebrities, whatever it is, just enjoy their company and just try and make the best out of a weird situation. And yeah, sending so much love to all of you guys. I won't, the next episode won't be out until after Christmas. So I hope you guys all have a gorgy Christmas full of wholesome fun. I hope you get gorge gifts, some shit hot outfits. Take care of yourselves, guys. It's been a long fucking year and mental health is everything. So take care of yourself. Go easy on yourself. Enjoy every moment of relaxation. And yeah, treat yourself like the queen you are. I'm Lily. This is a Get Involved podcast. And I hope you guys all have the shit hot Christmas you deserve. Ciao, Mia Moors.